0: Hello, my name is John Gregory, and welcome to A Light in the Dark Podcast, Episode 1. I love photography, especially film photography. I've been involved with photography in one way or another for almost 40 years, starting with my Canonette in the late 1970s, through the digital dark age, and back into film in the last few years. This podcast is about my journey back into film, and more importantly, work in the darkroom. One of the things that I've discovered as I was getting back into this craft were podcasts. Podcasts have had a big impact on me, They stir my creative juices, and they keep me occupied on my long daily commute. They make me think about the creative endeavor we call photography. One of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to is by my good friend and fellow Louisvillian, Mike Gutterman, the Negative Positives Podcast. I like the way he speaks from the heart. It just seems to flow out of him. I told him I was thinking about starting a podcast, but I wasn't sure what I had to talk about or if anybody would really be interested in what I had to say. He said, put it out there. It is funny that I would be nervous about something like this since one of my other hobbies is playing rock and roll. I play the bass and I'm the lead singer in a local rock band. Yeah, I get up on stage in front of people all the time, but I digress. What is this podcast about? One of my favorite aspects of photography is working in the darkroom. I have searched far and wide and have yet to find a podcast that focuses on darkroom work. Well, a few of them might have darkroom episodes on the rare occasion, or perhaps touch on the subject for a few minutes, but none of them went deeply into the subject. So I thought, why not? After getting back into photography, I decided to build a darkroom. I had one 10 years ago and had many fond memories of the time I spent creating prints, so I decided to take the plunge. I started searching for the gear I would need, trying to figure out where I was going to put this room, drawing plans, throwing them away, drawing more plans. It took about eight months of planning, but at the end of March 2018, I was up and running and I have been having a blast. Hopefully, this podcast the accompanying Facebook page, and an eventual website will become a forum and repository of information for darkroom users of all levels. I am no expert, and I know that I still have a lot to learn, but I want to share the knowledge that I have and learn together with you, the listener. I would like to solicit questions and topics you would like to hear about. Contact me at media.gg.com. Let me know of a darkroom topic that you are interested in. Send me questions that you may have. If I don't know the answer, I will do the research and reach out to other darkroom enthusiasts I know and the darkroom community I hope to build here. My goal is to produce a minimum of one podcast every two weeks, hopefully more. I would like to do interviews with other darkroom users of all levels of experience, and more importantly, listeners of this podcast. The biggest challenge that I've had in this journey is the challenge that most people have. Where do I put the darkroom? For the last 25 years, I've lived in a large 50s era split level home. My previous darkroom was built in the 90s in a pantry closet on the lower level. This pantry closet backed up to a bathroom with plumbing. It was 7 feet long 3 feet wide with a door at one end. I built a sturdy shelf at the far end of the closet that was big and strong enough to hold a Bessler 23C and larger and all the necessary accessories. On the wall that backed up to the bathroom, I built a custom sink that was 5 feet long and 20 inches deep and it was tied into that plumbing. It was big enough to hold three 8x10 trays and a print washer. I had barely enough room to move back and forth but it was fantastic. Why I gave this dark room up is another story entirely. The old dark room has since been turned back into a pantry closet and there is no way my wife is gonna let me have it back. Fortunately, I have a basement. My intention was to build a dark room in the storage area that was seven feet by nine feet with plumbing and everything. However, this was not to be. My wife and I are empty nesters and will sometime in the near future downsize to something more manageable for a couple without any kids at home. It doesn't make sense to take on a big construction project when I wouldn't be living here that much longer. However, the dark room at my next home will be killer, and hopefully when that time comes, all of you will be able to join me on that journey of designing and building the next one. To keep things simple, I cleaned out a corner of my storage room and set up a 6 by 7 foot area walled off with 6 mil black plastic sheeting hung from ceiling to floor. It is amazing what you can do with heavy black plastic, industrial strength two sided tape, gorilla tape, and a staple gun. It took a bit of planning and a couple of days of effort, but I made the space light tight. For the dry side, I needed a very sturdy table to hold my Bessler 45. So I built a custom table that was 55 inches wide by 35 inches deep and around 33 inches tall with leveling feet on the legs. There is a large shelf underneath for storing easels and other gear. I will post pictures on the Facebook page along with the links to the plans that I found on the internet. Since I am on a budget and I don't want to put a lot of money into this, I'm not going to have any running water with this. So I took an old workbench I had It was four feet long, 30 inches deep, covered it in black plastic sheeting to make, make it somewhat waterproof, and it'll hold three 12 by 16 Patterson trays. I keep a bucket with a lid to pour the old chemicals in. At the end of the darkroom is a set of built-in shelves that have been there for years. I clean these off so I have a place to store chemicals and extra gear. More importantly, I keep a big tray of water to put the finished prints in until I can take them up to my laundry sink to be washed. You know, we all like gear, so the fun part of this was finding all this gear. It took some time, but I managed to find a retired photographer wanting a good home for his old darkroom. For a few hundred bucks, I got everything I needed, including the Bessler 45 with three lenses. Mounted on a turret, no less, along with print washers, trays, timers, developing tanks with reels, a dry mount press, and lots of other goodies. The only downside is that I had to take a road trip to Michigan to pick it up, but it was worth it. It was six hours up, an hour to load it, and six hours back, and I had my darkroom. But we'll get into that gear in more detail in a later episode. In conclusion, I hope that you will join me on this journey of creativity and exploration. We can explore this craft together and learn together. Please be sure to send emails to lightdark at mediagg.com with questions that I will share with other podcast listeners as well as topics you would like to hear covered on this podcast. Be sure to include your social media and go to our Facebook group, A Light in the Dark Podcast Group. You can find me on Facebook at john.gregory.794. I'm also on Instagram at johngregory7233, although I'm not very active on that platform. But my favorite site is Flickr. Yes, I know it's old school. And you can find me there at JW Gregg. I would like to thank my friend Shane Eisenberg for letting me use his music on the podcast. You can find Shane on iTunes. Also, you can find him with his group, the Louisville Crashers, playing at gigs all around Louisville. They are fantastic. Until the next time, this is John Gregory saying, keep on fixing.